Love this podcast? Support this show through the ACAST supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give and there's no regular commitment. Just hit the link in the show description to support now. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theatres, May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do. It. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what big wireless does. They charge you a lot. We charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. This is a Lip Media Podcast. You're listening to All the Shit I've Learned Abroad. I'm Andrea Gillis. And I'm Steph Page. We're two Canadian expats now living in Australia and the UK. Between the two of us, we've been through the ringer in our travels, experiencing missed flights, volcanic eruptions, and even a terrorist attack. It's not all that extreme, though. We've also experienced heartwarming, life-changing moments and met amazing people along the way. So kick back and listen to All the Shit I've Learned Abroad. Welcome to another episode of All the Shit I've Learned Abroad. I'm Andrea. And I'm Stephanie. And do you know what today is? Uh, I do. It's our anniversary happy anniversary happy anniversary (laughs) it is our one year anniversary of all the shit i've learned abroad not mine and steph's anniversary that's no not us but that's been a long 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 we don't celebrate our anniversary anymore because it's just been so many years um but it's officially been a year since we released this podcast and Yes. I mean, I'm actually surprised we made it a year, if I'm completely honest. <laughs> I'm not. Well, I knew we would do it. Steph and I, when we started doing this podcast, I mean, we always have crazy ideas anyways. Um, yeah. That they don't always come to fruition. So we said we were going to do a weekly episode. And mm-hmm. I'm surprised we kept to it. I really thought we would do a few and then it would fizzle out a bit. But it's been a really exciting year and it's really, the podcast has really picked up. And we are so thankful for everyone who supported us in the last year. All of our listeners, all of our uh, Patreon donors, everyone that's left comments or written to us on Instagram or email. Thanks, guys. Yes, thank you so much. And speaking of Patreon donors, we have a new Patreon donor to thank this week. So huge shout out to Brent Devers. Um, I already touched with them, so your package is on your way. But I just want to say we appreciate you so much. Thank you, especially in this time. Yes, definitely. Thank you to all of our Patreon donors. And we also got an amazing review this week that when I read it, it warmed my heart. Are you ready? Yes. We got this review from Jessica Page B. Wonderful name. She says, no I relation, adore this Steph? show. No relation to you? <laughs> no relation. <laughs> okay, just checking. She, she said, I adore this show. I've been listening to travel podcasts for years and finally found hosts that I really relate to and love to listen to. This podcast covers the perfect variety of topics with tons of personality. Can't stop listening. Oh, I love that. Thank How you. How sweet. That's really sweet. And it's those reviews. I feel like that have 
sort of kept us going. We love hearing your feedback and yeah, just what you guys think of the podcast. And, you know, sometimes we put out episodes where we don't necessarily think that they're going to be our best episodes. And then it turns out they end up being some of our more popular ones. Um, and so what we thought, what we thought we would do in today's episode is, well, what do you do in anniversaries? Well, exactly. We, I, well, I don't know. What do you do? You reflect. You reminisce and you look romantically on back on all the good times. Yeah. And the bad times. Well, no, not the bad times. I don't think people reflect on the bad times, do they? I mean, I can't, I can't think of any bad times of the podcast except technical difficulties sometimes, which you would think with (laughs) wink, wink with this episode, you'd think after a year of doing a podcast, we'd be able to put an episode together and get it out to you. But we had some technical difficulties this week, so we're actually re-recording this one, but we won't get into that. Um, So what we thought we would do is pick some of our favorite clips from our most listened to episodes. Um, And yeah, again, some of these were really surprising. So Steph, I know you, you've got the numbers, you've got all the data and yeah, Yeah. you picked out these episodes and a few of them, I was like, really? That's our most popular episode? So let's dive into (laughs) them. So I did. So the first one actually comes from, this was our most popular, most listened to episode, and it was Cliché Tourist Attractions. See, that surprises me because that was one of those episodes, I remember when we recorded it and when we were finished, I just didn't feel very strong about it. I was kind of like, eh, it'll be a meh episode, which I feel like none of our episodes are really meh. Um, Mm -hmm. but it wasn't one of my favorites. So I was actually surprised to hear that it was the most listened to. So, all right. Yeah. Well, and it's, it's the one we got the most feedback on also because of the clip we're about to play. So we talked in this episode about our experience at the Blue Lagoon and how we loved it and we would recommend everyone do it no matter how cliche it is. Yeah, this clip um, actually did make me laugh, which I kind of forgot about it until uh, we, yeah, we started talking <laughs> about the episode again. Um, so yeah, this is a clip from Cliché Tourist Attractions, as Steph said, about our experience at the Blue Lagoon. But I'm not, I'm not, like, it was, it was amazing. You go in and you're literally in this, like, beautiful, massive hot tub lagoon and you go in and they give you, like, you can do a clay mask and it's just, like, steaming and they've got a bar. It's, it's absolutely, like, amazing. (laughs) But it was, like, hilarious because Steph and I, you see, if you, if, if anyone doesn't know what we're talking about, just go onto Instagram and look up the Blue Blue Lagoon in Iceland because you see these photos of these beautiful like women and men just like posing inside the lagoon and they just have they are they look they are like influencers right and they just look stunning and so steph and i so when we were there we're like we're like let's recreate like let's see if we can take a beautiful photo and so steph and i have like this clay on our faces and we're standing there like legit i don't even think we realize how fucking stupid we look we thought we were taking decent photos I felt, at least. I mean, I certainly felt beautiful in the moment. <laughs> like, I, I did felt as like well. we were doing I mean, all the right things. You can't be in that lagoon and not feel like, you know, your your skin is becoming <laughs> like fresher and younger and you're just uh, you just feel cleansed. Like you feel cleansed and you feel- the classic expectations versus reality photo. Yes. So like somehow the clay made us look like we have unibrows. 
Um, we look like the Blue Lagoon <laughs> ogres who crawled up we, from underneath somewhere. <laughs> we look like fucking swamp monsters. Like we look we do, we do. like we look like swamp monsters. The photos and we will post this on our Instagram. This is going to be our post, I think, for this episode. But genuinely, I remember even you taking the photo of me. And I remember like I had the clay on my face and I put my arms out. And I was like smiling and I'm like, oh my God, that's steam coming off. And I'm like, I look, I just look beautiful. And then I'm sure you thought the same. And then we both looked at her. And then it was one of those when you can't even really look at your photos in the lagoon because I don't, I don't even think we had like water. So much fog. Well, there was so much. Do you remember my stuff? Do you remember my eyes were burning? Do you remember the clay got into my eyes and the steam and I couldn't see at one point I actually went blind in the lagoon and I was like, Steph, I can't see my eyes are burning. This is horrible. I need to get out. And this is after our photos. And And I'm like, I can't help you. Like I can't fix this. You need to fix this. Like it was a very romantic moment. I know. I was like, Steph, I can't see. She's like, you need to get out and get a towel. I'm like, I don't know where the exit is. I can't find it because I can't see. Like it was one of the most horrible experiences experiences ever at the same time i felt very relaxed i don't know how to describe this feeling of like i'm like walking around blind going god i feel so good but i can't see i'm blind um but then so eventually when once we left the lagoon after we paid for our 25 dollar beers because there is a bar in the lagoon where you can get a drink um yeah so we came out and we felt so good after my eyes had cleared up and I could see again. Uh, and then we're sitting in the car and we're like, oh, should we look at the photos and reflect on what a wonderful experience this was? And we both looked at the photos that we both took of each other that we didn't, we couldn't review them at the time because it was not a waterproof camera. We just took them. We're like, okay, let's go put this back inside. Um, and what came out was swamp monsters. <laughs> we were swamp monsters. Like, I don't know how else to describe what we looked like. Yeah, it was. It's pretty bad. I mean, it is pretty bad. And I remember for weeks after that trip, because I did at the time, I even put together an expectations versus reality photo of like people's beautiful photos and then ours. And I just kept looking at it and laughing uncontrollably. Yeah. It is the ugliest photo. (laughs) It is one of the most unflattering photos of myself. And trust me, I had a an awkward stage from when I was like nine till probably about 22. So I've got a lot of awkward photos in my lifetime. This one tops it. This one tops it. I mean, I would sometimes when Andrea is in a bad mood or she's like, I don't feel good. Make me feel better. I send her that photo. Yeah. (laughs) Which like in a weird way makes me feel better because however I'm feeling that day, I know that I look better. I could be as sick as a fucking dog and I'm not looking as bad as I do in this photo. So, um, I mean, I feel like I don't want to post these on our Instagram account, but guys, we're going to share these with you. We have have to to see them. I will do the expectation versus reality comparison. And that's the funniest part where you see these beautiful (laughs) models in the blue lagoon taking these beautiful photos and which, and the funny part, Steph and I thought we were doing that. We really thought we were posing. (laughs) I mean, I've looked back at the photos to be like, where did we go wrong? Like, if I had to do it again, what would I do differently? And you look at the photo and you see, A, I'm pretty sure the silica on their faces isn't even the silica they give you. It is like painted for the photo op. Yeah. And then there's, there's there's no other people in the Blue Lagoon. So it's very clearly 
an influencer photo shoot. Yeah. They've rented it out. It's for the just influence. Yeah. Um, it's a professional photographer. It's edited. Like these photos are not reality. Um, I mean, the girls are beautiful. We can't get away from that, but yeah. the, the photos are not real. <laughs> like we it's, cannot it's recreate photo- this if we try. There's a lot of Photoshop. Definitely. Yeah. Maybe yeah. that's where we went wrong. Do you think a little Photoshop could have helped our photos? I no. Well, I mean, Photoshop can always help photos, but I don't ever want to be that person. I don't know if Photoshop would have saved our photos. <laughs> that's true. <laughs> oh my gosh. I, I still love that playing it back. Hashtag swamp monsters. I feel like we actually started a hashtag with that. Um, we got a lot of comments on well so if as the clip mentioned if you go onto our instagram feed we actually put the photo up that we're talking about that i'm still like Mm -hmm. i was still and i'm still a bit like god i don't know if i like that that photo's up because it's so bad but we got so (laughs) many people messaging us about that being like i specifically came to your instagram feed just to see this photo so i'm glad we and people people were commenting they're like i just came here for this and this did not disappoint yeah I mean, uh, yeah, it's, uh, if you haven't seen it yet, take a look back. Well, and the thing I think is, so we said we were surprised it was one of our most listened to episodes. And I think the reason for that is people just sometimes want non-judgmental shit. Like sometimes travel is a world where people are bougie and snobby and pretentious. And we were like, Everyone starts dreaming of travel because of these cliche travel destinations. Yeah. So, hey, no shame. And no I think, shame. I think you even mentioned in that actual episode that at some point, these cliche tourist attractions weren't necessarily tourist attractions, and then they became it. So, you know, everything, mm. it's, it, once it becomes popular, you call it a tourist attraction. It's, you know, that's what people want to see. And I, for one, I love a tourist attraction. So... Um, yeah, the Blue Lagoon guys, hashtag Swamp Monster. Show us your photos <laughs> if you've been and you also have a similar photo to mine and stuff. I mean, I don't know if anyone's photo could be as bad as ours, but. <laughs> so this next one, actually, this is the one that surprised me. I could not believe this was our second most listened to episode mm. was things we wish we knew before traveling. Ooh, now this was a, wasn't it a more serious toned episode? I mean, we, we get a mix. We get the ones where we're just kind of being silly and shooting the shit, but then there's other ones that we go a bit deeper. I remember this one being deeper where I was talking about, like, I wish I knew not to ride the elephants before I went to Mm -hmm. Thailand. Uh, That's the only one that springs to mind, to be honest. I think we talked about, you know, just reflecting on what are our reasons for traveling, um, it was, most of it was pretty deep and reflective. Mm-hmm. However. <laughs> oh, I like a however. Where is this going? <laughs> this clip we're about to play was not. Oh, um, okay. <laughs> Well, maybe it was on some co- kind of like subconscious level of self-reflection. But um, Okay. Yeah. Do you remember, Andrea, does the term naked Europeans oh, bring yes. anything to Oh, yes. It mind? does ring a bell. <laughs> I think I remember this clip, what we were talking about. Um, this was your thing. I think you said you wish you knew about. Well, let's, yes. we'll listen to the clip. <laughs> Here we go. I had naked Europeans. What? So, Say that again. N- naked Europeans. Oh, okay. Because a lot of my traveling when I started was in hostels. And like I said, a lot of it was in Europe. And Europeans, mm-hmm. not all of them. I mean, 
certain but a lot of them are very comfortable just being naked and nude and they don't have the same you know prudish kind of attitudes we do in north america and yeah. so when they're getting up and getting ready because i normally sleep in later than everyone in the hostel getting ready like i'm that person that gets <laughs> up at nine or ten um and they're just they'll go shower they'll walk back they'll be butt naked in the room leg up on the bed putting their body lotion on taking their time next leg and they'll just be butt naked for like 20 minutes beside your bunk bed and you're like no okay okay like i guess this is a thing <laughs> do you think it's because they look better than us naked i mean they definitely i maybe if i look like that <laughs> naked i would do that also maybe i don't know <laughs> i, I never did <laughs> That's true. I guess they're just, if you go to, uh, like, Portugal, we bring up again, but anytime I'm ever in Portugal, on the beaches, the women, yeah, they just walk around. Spain is the same thing. They just walk around topless. It's not really a thing. Whereas in North America, yeah, if you see, like, anyone walking around topless on a beach, it's like, whoa, whoa, whoa. Guys, what's happening I here? see boobs right now. I well, remember even being in uh, Barcelona a couple years ago. Mm-hmm. Uh, I was there for a festival, and... I was another friend of mine. She was there and I was going to go meet up with her on the beach. So she texted me. She said, hey, we're on this beach. Uh, She's like, but I'll forewarn you. This is a a nudist beach. And I'm like, that's fine. Whatever. Like we're we're in Spain. And she's like, oh, but the next warning is we've befriended this guy or he's sort of befriended (laughs) us and he's kind of chilling with us talking, but he's totally naked. So don't be don't be alarmed when you get here. So I turned up and this guy's just like laying there on his side just very casually and he's like oh hey nice to meet you and like got up shook my hand and I'm like hey (laughs) I can see your penis but he didn't think anything of it he was just a Spanish guy that was like what's up it's just a casual Saturday afternoon on the beach I'm like yeah all right (laughs) and that's why I don't know if you remember but remember when you and I were in Dublin so there were these two French guys in our hostel it was a small hostel room mixed dorm and there were these two guys who spoke only French. Like, we tried to speak to them earlier in the day. They had no English. And then mm-hmm. they came back. You and I were already in bed, and they came back late, and they were very clearly drunk. They got naked. I just remember them walking around naked, and I was on the bottom bunk. So oh, right. it was just, like, naked. You saw everything. Right there. And <laughs> they went to bed, whatever, no problem. You're going to remember these guys in a second, because they got up in the middle of the night. And they were so hungover from drinking so much. And they kept, they yeah. were just walking around our room going, water, water. <laughs> Which was and funny because why were they, they saying it in English? Yeah. Why were, like, were, maybe they did want us to get them water. Cause yeah, these guys spoke no English and suddenly hungover in the middle of the night, they yeah. reverted to English. Yeah. They knew how to say water. Yeah. Um, <laughs> you know, I do remember that. And, but yeah, they were, they were just roaming around the room completely naked looking for water like I sort of woke up I was on the top bunk and I looked down I'm like what is happening right now and I got but Steph you got I guess you would have had a full show down there definitely and they were it like it wasn't like they were just going to the washroom to get a glass of water they were still probably quite drunk and just walking from wall to wall back and forth in the hospital room (laughs) saying water they weren't getting water they weren't they were just like, oh, I bumped into a wall. I guess I'm going to walk backwards now. Like, and I was just like, oh, what are these? These, this is, these is the French. Yeah, just put some clothes on. But yeah, we're not used to it. But in Europe, yeah, you're right. People are, they don't give a shit. 
Yeah. They'll let everything hang out. Again, I feel like it's because they look better than North Americans. Okay. Can I tell you something I had not realized? We start that clip with me saying I had naked Europeans. Like, I owned a number of them. You own <laughs> na- naked Europeans. <laughs> yeah. They were a bl- they were something I used to have. <laughs> okay. Well, yeah. For the record, Steph doesn't own them. Um, that was just what she had on her list. Um, yeah. I wonder what happened to those naked French guys in our hostel. I mean, maybe they're listening to us right now and they're like, oh my God, these are those girls. Yeah, maybe. Um, naked... Naked European. I mean, the term alone just makes me laugh. And yeah, we did get uh, some people message us laughing about that being like naked Europeans. I've never, I never would have thought that would be on a list of, um, but yeah, I, I forgot about um, the time I was in Barcelona and yeah, I met the naked guy shaking his hand with his penis out. I'm glad that I could take a serious episode and still somehow throw in, use the term penis in uh, what was supposed to be a serious a more serious episode. I mean, that's. Do we even have any episodes where we're completely, you know, it's just deep and we're having meaningful conversations? Okay, two come to mind: travel insurance. Oh God, yeah, <laughs> travel insurance. That was such a snore. I think, but we actually got a lot we, of people. Yeah, yeah, we've actually gotten quite a bit of feedback. Not in terms of people being like, "Oh my God, this week was so funny," but people who are like. That was actually useful. Thank yeah. you. Yeah. I'm glad that we can be funny and useful in certain episodes. Do we talk <laughs> yeah. about naked Europeans and travel insurance at any point or talk about people's body parts? No. I don't well, remember. I mean, maybe. I mean, there's some, sometimes I do listen back to some of our episodes. Some ones that I even find enjoyable. Travel insurance is not one of them. Um, I don't think I've ever re-listened yeah. to that one, but again, as as we said, we you know lots of people have found it really useful. So if you're looking for a useful episode um, with tips about travel insurance, definitely listen to that one. <laughs> but yeah, but back to naked Europeans. How are you? Do you still are you still surprised by naked Europeans stuff? Or I I feel like at this point I've seen so many of them. I'm not even faced by it. I'm like, oh, there's another. Yeah, chick with a gorgeous body. <laughs> yeah, because well, because you own so Thanks many for coming naked out. Europeans. You own, you have them, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I brought, <laughs> I brought them with me. <laughs> oh, all right. What's our What's our next clip? Okay. Well, I just realized looking at these that the next three are about me, 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 me. Oh, okay. Um, about, all right. Yeah. So this next one, I am a badass bitch. Apparently, do you know where I'm going with this? I feel like this probably is tying into, um, and cl- clearly everyone knows Steph actually pulled the clips because <laughs> I don't, you know them and I don't, <laughs> but I think I know this one would be around hostel etiquette. Um, yes. when you were the top bitch in our, in our, um, in our hostel when we first moved to London. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Apparently I don't have time for no one's shit and I am the top bitch. So yeah, all right. let's you were see the... what we're talking about. Yeah, you were top bitch once. But yeah, play the clip. Actually, this reminds me, Steph, when we were staying in the all-girls dorm after we'd moved mm-hmm. from the 24-person fucking party hostel down the street, which I was like, fuck <laughs> this, I can't live here. And at the time, I think there was uh, there was me, you, and two other girls that we had met that were also yeah. living in that same room yes. that we kind of befriended. And so we were all pally, the four of us. 
And in that room, there was one night, there was these two Swedish girls that had come to London. They were quite young, just on holiday or gap year. I don't know. They were traveling. And I remember they came back one night and it was probably about two o'clock in the morning and the four, the four of us were asleep and they came back and they turned all the lights on. And they started like getting ready for bed. And I'm up on my top bunk. And I just remember you getting up and you just stormed over to the front door with these two girls there. And you turned the lights off and you were like, don't turn the lights on. We're sleeping. We live here. And you went back to bed. (laughs) And these two girls were just like, oh, and then you could just hear them like tiptoeing around, like trying to use the light on their phone. And I was like, yes, Steph. And then we all woke up in the morning and the two other girls that were living there, they were just like, well done. Like, we're glad someone said something. And then we didn't see this. I mean, I don't, I don't really remember that, but that sounds like me. Oh. Like sometimes if I'm super tired and someone's crossed a line, I'm like, I don't even care to be nice. No, you were not even like, it was uh, my favorite line though was we live here and you just... <laughs> And I think at that point, we kind of We had, own the hostel. Like, the room, we it was like our territory a little bit. I think the four of us yes. that were living there, we did kind of, like, we'd see, like, new people kind of come in and out. So we were a bit like... I, don't, I kind of imagined us, like, if we were in prison and, you know, we were like... This it was is our, our cell block. This is our territory and you're coming into it now, like, you either prove yourself or you're going to become our bitches. And you made those girls your bitches that night. I was proud of you. Oh, God. Yeah. Oh, I hope they don't have the story of like this one, like they have their own podcast and they're like, and one night we were at a pod- party hostel and this bitch came out. Yeah. Well, we, to be fair, we weren't in the party hostel. That was the quiet girl. Yeah, I know. I know. Yeah. Down the road. But yeah. Um, uh, so I was basically the cell block leader. Like I was the top bitch. You yes. were the top yes. bitch. You definitely I'm were. never the top bitch. <laughs> okay. A, I was the top bitch. You were. Do you and know? B, I'm sure I've done it more than once. <laughs> Thank you. Probably you probably have. Yeah, and you know what's funny about that? Most people that listened to this episode and they commented, I remember when we put it out, they commented on that clip and they were, and they said, oh, I'm surprised it wasn't Andrea. And it was Steph. <laughs> and I'm like, hold on a second. <laughs> What does that mean? What does that tell you? I feel like we're giving off this vibe that like I'm some not badass, but like angry person. Yeah. (laughs) And you're like the cool, calm and collective one, which I don't Um, think that's true. I think it's it could be the other way around. I will say when I was listening to because I listened to a bunch of episodes, I went back and there were a number of times we talk about how you get stressed out and I'm the one who's like. It'll be all right. <laughs> yeah, but then you're also the one that's missed like a hundred flights. Three. <laughs> yeah, well, stressed out doesn't mean you're angry. I mean, you were just angry that these girls turned on the light. I was just chilling in my bunk with my headphones. Yeah, I don't in. know. I guess I had a little surge of adrenaline. Mm, yeah. Well, for the record, yeah. guys, there you go. I'm not the bitchy one all the time. You gotta lay down the law sometimes. True. It's funny you bring up missed flights because our next one is from the missed flights episode. So that's one of our most listened to as well. Missed flights. Yeah. Which I guess. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds at Mint Mobile. We like to do the opposite of what big wireless does. They charge you a lot. 
we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. I don't know why, but maybe a lot of our listeners have missed flights as well, so they can relate. Yeah. Um, I feel like maybe the listeners just like hearing about our mishaps. Like, I feel like of the content we put out, like the tips are great, you know, travel insurance. But when someone, when people see missed (laughs) flights, they're like, oh, this is going to be good. True. People do love a scandalous story. Yeah. (laughs) Um. Yeah, so this one, we were talking about just all the different flights we've missed. And I say that intentionally to pretend you've missed multiple flights as well. Yeah. Well, I know in this episode, I'm not sure which clip we we have, but we I talked about, I told a story how I almost missed a flight while I was in Montreal, where I met mm. up with a friend, I bumped into an old friend, and then I had to run, they were calling my name, and I got on the flight, and then I left him with my bill at the bar. Still, to this day, <laughs> Scott... Jarvis, if you're listening, let me know. I'll give you the $12 back. (laughs) Still haven't heard from you. Um, And then you had missed your flight also from Montreal back to Australia. And I think Mm -hmm. we said the common denominator there was well, the French so, and so that's what we were do- <laughs> that's what we were doing in this episode was trying to break down the common denominator. So shall we see what it was? Yes. Oh, <laughs> I feel like so, I gotta say, from yes. all these mixed, mixed, missed flights, there is a common denominator that I need to call out. Montreal? Francais? Uh, you know what? We could blame them. <laughs> I was going to say alcohol. I was going to say alcohol, but if you want to blame oh. Montreal, we can blame Montreal. Well, it's, uh, it's alcohol. Uh, I think I feel like Montreal. Um, that is just a, a a pure coincidence. I mean, there was London and Dublin. <laughs> you know, if we were if we had been flying to Paris, then maybe I'd be like, okay, there's you know we flew, <laughs> we, flew to, here. we flew to Ireland. So um, yeah, mm. alcohol. Um, in all I just of gotta those. say, I feel like sometimes when I get to the airport, I'm in such a hype because it's always been. No, I guess Quebec or Dominican with special circumstances, but it's usually on. Like just flights where I'm excited for where I'm going. I I get to the airport and I am that person who gets there three hours early or usually super early, like stupid early. So I get there. I have tons of time. So I go for a drink and I'm excited. 
and then oh, one and drink I guess turns I just got to tame that excitement. I know. Yeah. I did the exact same thing, though. For any of the listeners listening, to be honest, I would love to hear their mislight stories to make me feel oh, better about same. mine. Because I know same, I'm not cause... the only one. Oh, no. And there's got to be some good ones. And I'm, I'm sure, I bet you, 99% of them will also involve alcohol. Let's be honest here. Well, I want to think. <laughs> I want to think eighty percent. Like I know a couple girls who've missed some flights, and it's purely because they're the type of girls who are perpetually late to everything, and they oh, just straight fine. up missed it. Like there wasn't even a good story to it. They just arrived at the airport. Yeah, late for see, no I reason. would. I would prefer mine being alcohol um, infused stories. <laughs> Rather than just like, being I feel like at least with mine, I was laughing and having the time of my life while I did it. Like, yeah, even when I noticed I was missing my flight, I was running through the when I I got to admit when I was running from the gate to the Air Canada desk. Yeah, I already knew I was. I already knew shit wasn't happening. <laughs> like, I, already, I don't know, but it was like this. I'm like, I have to try, kind well, yeah. of thing. You have to feel but like I you knew. put some effort. Once into, they like- close that gate and all the airline are on the plane. They're yeah. not coming back out for you. Like well, I you knew have, it wasn't happening. You, you you feel like you have to at least try to. I just went the through the situation. motions of what I f- think what I was you supposed sh- to do. What you should do. <laughs> okay, so that just made me laugh. So, have you been on any flights since I came back to Australia? Since you missed your flight. Yeah, like <laughs> thank you. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, of course I have, and I know your next question is going to be: Have you drank at the airport? And 100% mm-hmm. I have. But again, <laughs> yeah. bear in mind, I have not... The only flight I've ever missed, I've been with you. Besides that, mm-hmm. no flights missed. So I can keep <laughs> drinking. Whereas you... <laughs> uh, no, I have continued drinking at the airport. I decided it's a creature comfort that I enjoy. So <laughs> and the advice that we're giving out, we're not even actually following ourselves, which I love. We're like, hey guys, be responsible and don't drink at the airport. But actually, yeah, we didn't really mean that, guys. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I've been on a couple flights since then, and every single time I literally get to the airport, check in, get a drink. So you've literally learned nothing from your own mistakes. Nothing. Nothing. So, I've learned not to overindulge in the drink. So all the shit you've learned. <laughs> eh, eh, Abroad. Eh, 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 eh. You actually <laughs> haven't learned at all. <laughs> Hey, but you know what, Steph? Oh. I hope mm-hmm. I hope that you do miss another flight one day so we can talk about it again. In, we should do like a Steph mishap episode. Just oh my Steph's God. There's... mishaps. <sighs> I mean, we can do one for me as well. I you feel are like... far more responsible than I, though. Yeah, that's true. See, again, I think everyone always thinks Steph's the more responsible one, and I'm not. Other way around. I don't think anyone thinks I'm responsible. No? I just... Do you think so? Mm, I mean, I know you, so I know you're not. But <laughs> yeah. I'm saying how you're perceived oh. by our listeners. <laughs> I don't know. Let us know. Well, I want to know what people think about us as individuals, people that don't actually know us. What are your thoughts? Yeah. Give, us, give us three <laughs> yeah. words that describe each of us. Send us an analysis of <laughs> what your notions of us are. <laughs> I need to know. I need to know what um, people think about me. <laughs> It's like the the last thing. Oh, I need the validation. Okay, um, no, I'm kidding. Um, yeah. Social validation. Well, we, yeah. 
We won't be missing any flights um, for the foreseeable future because we won't be on any. So, I mean, I guess that's yeah. a positive thing. Um, well, so, yeah. And what we're going to talk about next, we don't have for the foreseeable future either, actually. Okay, where are we going uh, next? What's our next most listened so, to episode? So, we are now heading into some airplane etiquette. Ooh, this episode, I liked. People loved it. Because, I'll tell you why I, li- I loved this episode and doing it. Because I got to just vent for like, I mean, actually, I probably vented for about an hour, but obviously we have to edit the episodes down, so they're yeah. around 30, 40 minutes. So I got a good venting in, and I remember this one. I was angry. I think I had just come- You were on a rampage. Oh, I had just come back from somewhere where I think something must have happened on the I plane. I think you were coming back from visiting me, weren't you? Probably. That was one of the worst <laughs> flights I have ever, well, 500 flights to get there and back. <laughs> Um, probably it was probably something to do with that flight. And yeah, I think initially we were just going to do like airplane etiquette. Well, we called it airplane etiquette, but then it Mm -hmm. turned into sort of whole airport etiquette. So we kind of did like a start to finish from when you enter the airport to when you get to your final destination. I have no idea which clip, uh, is it, are we going through security? We are going through security and I feel like anyone who's traveled, who's listening to this, is going to have the same grievances we did. So yes. let's see what they are. Um, I do not. Okay. Moving on. So we've checked mm-hmm. our bag. Now where are we going, Steph? So now we're at the gate. It's, no, it's we're at security. How did you did you skip security? Okay, hold on. How do you Steph, do you just so, not go through security when you travel? I have a Nexus pass, so I just glide through oh. the private line. <laughs> so, you know how we did an episode on travel snobbery last week? That's Steph it's right definitely- now. You're such a travel <laughs> snob with your Nexus pass. I am. It's the best investment. <laughs> okay, so the, the us commoners, we generally mm-hmm. have to go through security after we check our yes. bags. So, oh my God. Okay, where do I even start with security? Every time I go through a security line, it's as if... The person in front of me has never flown before, has never been into an airport, has never been, had to go through a security line. I get stuck mm. behind those people every <laughs> single time. There, I think there should be two lines. There should be a line for people that have flown before and know what they're doing, and then a, a line for the newbies. And you gotta love when someone's looking at the other, like, once you're in a security line, you're committed to that line. Like, don't oh, try yeah. to jump jump around. Don't try to look around. Do you know what I actually do? This is going off topic, but I always sort of look at, like, you know, I, I look at, I look for how many, how many people are wearing boots and belts, and I try to work out, uh. you know, who's got, like, a laptop in their bag where they're gonna have to dish out, fish out. The other one I look for is, um... People with kids and when they've got like strollers or prams, avoid mm-hmm. them at all costs. That that takes way too long. <laughs> they they take way too long to get through security just because they have more stuff. They've got to put the kids through. The kids don't know what the fuck they're doing. That it's yeah, it's a nightmare. But you know, I always get stuck behind the ones that are like, Oh, I can't take my big bottle of hairspray through. Oh, I didn't know. <laughs> oh, when did that change? No, hundred milliliters. And I think it's yeah. been like that for how long? I mean, since the beginning of time, as far as since nine eleven, I want to say probably, but yeah, um, yes, hundred milliliters, guys. You cannot take liquids more than that. And then if they take it away from you, don't argue with them. Dems right. the rules. <laughs> That's how it works. Um, and then yes, you have to take your liquids out. 
you always i see people always... arguing over bottles of water they're oh. like i just bought this and i the poor people who work there how sick they i'm i'm 10 people behind them in line and i want to be like we don't care yeah and i always find <laughs> it, funny it out. As, i find it funny as well when people start chugging their water like they're never gonna drink water ever again <laughs> like it's the last bottle of water that they'll ever have so they're well, like, like i ah, get it it's probably eight dollars at the airport well, yeah but, but they probably bought know, it before they, they make- even got in that's the thing so you see these men like chugging two liters of water and then like their hand on their <laughs> hip and giving them the side eye like oh you're making me do this like dude most airports now have like you can go like they have water fountains you're there's also gonna- probably 20 signs while you're in line oh, of the things you cannot go through with it's just hilarious it's so funny to yeah see these people just ah, i'm gonna drink all this water to show you and they're like it's fine i don't care <laughs> or so, the yeah. people who who get up there and they're like what do you, i have to take my shoes off and it's like well yes ma'am the 30 people who've been in front of you did so yeah you're not special you're not an exception yeah there's that there's the oh. Uh, oh do i have to take my laptop out yes like it hasn't changed just i always have all my shit ready when i'm in the line i get my liquids out my bag in my one plastic bag guys you have to have it in a plastic bag most airports now have a section a little section before you even get to security where you can organize everything where you can put Mm -hmm. your liquids in the bag you can get your laptop out and be ready yeah and it's so funny when you do see the people working security and yeah a lot of the time they're not the nicest but i can I totally get, I get why because they're dealing yeah. with absolute fucking dummies most of the day where <laughs> they have to repeat themselves continuously saying yes I take mean, off your belt even if it is your first time flying if you're paying attention to what's happening you see oh yes. everyone's taking their laptop oh everyone's taking their belt and their sh- like yes it's it's not like you need to be told to realize yeah yeah, it's being observant. It's being observant. Yeah. So yeah, the I was really on one. <laughs> I really did not hold back in that episode. I I actually remember. I feel like uh, remembers one of the reviews we got shortly after this episode was like, "I love listening to Andrea rant for yes. like twenty minutes while Steph cackles in the background." And I'm like, "Oh, I did I think- cackle a lot in that one." Yeah, I'm like, I think that's a good review i mean we got five stars on it but um and i love how you wanted to segregate people oh yeah i mean uh, segregating people at the i must have been really angry to think people should be segregated to the you literally wanted a line of shame (laughs) you don't know what you're doing you go over there i mean i'm uh, i don't know maybe i've calmed down a little bit just because i haven't been in an airport in a while so I'm going to take back what I said about segregating people at the airport. <laughs> However, once I start traveling again, we'll see how I feel and we'll maybe come back to this conversation. Well, hey, maybe when we are able to travel again, we'll actually miss these people. We'll be like, oh, it's good to see you idiots <laughs> again. Oh, you stupid <laughs> little dummy. You give them like a little pinch on the cheek and a pat on the head. Yeah. You lovable <laughs> little idiot. Yeah. Be like, I missed hating you yeah maybe maybe as they're like fighting about taking their shoes off <laughs> yeah yeah and they take off your belt and shoes and throw out the water i mean maybe people are gonna take this time of not traveling to learn about you know airplane airport etiquette just travel yeah, well, etiquette travel etiquette in general we need to do more etiquette episodes i think 
Oh my gosh, people love the etiquette. And I feel like people love the etiquette episodes because it's just us just exasperated with people. Yeah, but it's true. We're saying what everyone's thinking. I don't know if anyone's actually yeah. thought about segregating lines in an airport like I have, but <laughs> if you have... Yeah, is that what everyone... <laughs> just let me know because I feel like I'm not alone, but I'm speaking on behalf of those that also think it. <laughs> <laughs> you are the travel guru who speaks for all of us, Andrea. <laughs> There you go. God God help us all. <laughs> so, yeah, it's been quite a year, and honestly, I've loved it. It's sort of, it's basically forced Steph and I to speak to each other on a weekly basis, which has been great. Yeah. <laughs> I get to speak to my best friend every week. Um, you know, it's turned into a very much forced friendship at this point. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> Shut your mouth. Um, but it has been. It's been so fun. And again, guys, I feel like, all of your comments and messages to us and the reviews you leave us. Um, that's, I, I feel like, what's kept us going for the last year. We love hearing from you guys. Um, we love getting episode ideas from you guys as well. We do take those on board when you guys write us and say, hey, you know, have you guys thought about doing an episode on this? Um, mm-hmm. So, yeah, I think we're taking a couple weeks off. Yeah, we, so we're taking two weeks off, taking a break, regroup. And we've got a couple of things in the works for season two. Yes, season two is coming your way. Um, And let us know if there's anything you guys want to hear for season two. Do let us know. All right. And with that, we will see you guys in a few weeks. See you at season two. All the Shit I've Learned Abroad is a travel podcast focused on anything and everything related to travel. You can listen to us on multiple platforms from iTunes to Google Play Music and more. And with that, please, if you have a chance, give us a five-star review on iTunes or whatever platform you listen on. That drives us up the charts and really, really helps us out. Want to support us on Patreon? Find us over at Shit Have Learned Abroad Pod and donations start as low as just $1. Also, if you could follow us on Twitter and Instagram at Shit Abroad Pod and Facebook by searching all the shit I've learned abroad. Thanks so much for listening. Saving money on exterior wall lights. Now at Menards. Find your style with Patriot Lighting. Exterior lights enhance the look of your home. Choose from over 50 options from Patriot Lighting. Now through May 19th, get $10 instant savings on a single qualifying purchase of $100 or more on in-stock outdoor wall lights. Check out our entire selection of outdoor lights and see the rest of our deals happening now on Menards.com. Save 